Hi friends, just a quick heads up. I'm going to be mentioning some nights out in a minute and I want you to know that these all happened before the lockdown measures took place and I urge you to adhere to social distancing rules. Hello and welcome to a bonus edition of Telling Everybody Everything with me, Katherine Ryan. Thanks to Jameson, I'm bringing you a special episode of the podcast in the company of two hilarious guests all about nights worth waiting for. 2020 was a weird year, and as regular listeners will know, I'm usually more than comfortable with my own company when recording, but for the special night, we thought it might be fun to shake things up a bit, just for this episode. So to join me in doing so are Alan Sipa Mustafa and Hugo Chegwin, the hosts of the Chat and Shit podcast and the creators of the amazing, award-winning BBC comedy series, People Just Do Nothing. Over the next 30 or 40 minutes or so, you'll hear me and the lads chatting, of course, but also we'll talk about everything we're looking forward to and things get a little bit back to normal. You know, live comedy gigs, nights out that you'll never forget, and sharing a drink with friends at the spur of the moment. Remember how much fun that was. I'm so grateful to Jameson for putting me in touch with these amazing guys. I've been fans of them for so long, and it felt so nice to have proper guests on the podcast. It wasn't live. You know, we're still in lockdown. We couldn't have a live audience, but we enjoyed a drink and just chatted to each other, and it was a real change from ringing my dad up on the podcast, and it has made me think about my perfect night out. It's going to happen soon, guys. I promise. I'm on tour in the autumn 2021, but I think we're going to have a summer of love. And I'll tell you, I'm going to put on the most amazing sundress, maybe with a light denim jacket. You know, in the UK, you have to layer. And I'm going to have a beautiful floral patio lunch with my girlfriends. That's how it has to start. I do like my husband's company, so I think he can come too. But the danger of that is, you know, other people bring their husbands and some of them work in banking and are drips, but I'll have to allow it. I'll have my friend Elizabeth, Fiona, Jen, Emily Dean, maybe some comedy girls can come. Roisin Connolly, Sarah Pascoe, Ashling B, Tiff Stevenson. Oh, I would just love to chat to them on a beautiful sunny patio under an umbrella and go on from there. And do you know what? I'm not going to plan it because that's the spontaneity that I miss. I think we'll walk down maybe somewhere in Soho, pop in and out. Oh, you know when it's a Thursday after work and people are spilling out safely onto the streets, just having a drink and a natter after work. I love that. I love walking past and thinking, yes, we'll pop in and have a drink there. We'll go and have a snack there. Maybe some noodles, maybe some tapas, and I'll have comfortable shoes. Yes, I will. I'd love to know what you're looking forward to. So while you're listening, if you feel like tweeting me, hashtag join in is the one to use. If you want to participate, you can tag at Cathbomb or at Jameson underscore UK. And it will be an early night for me because every night's an early night for me. But let's see what the boys are thinking. I can't wait to hear from them. I'm going to get them both on the line now. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's Sipa, Hugo, and me on a special Jameson-sponsored episode of Telling Everybody Everything. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me on a very special edition of Catherine Ryan, Telling Everybody Everything. How are you? Hey, yeah, yeah, we're good, thank you. Thanks for having us. I miss comedians, funny people, writers, actors, of which you are all of the above. And I'm winging it, (laughs) funny-looking people. Well, how has it been for you? Are you still working? Are you just in a time frame where you're squirreled away writing something new? Lockdown's been all right for me, personally, because 
it's just meant that I could work on things behind the scenes and and relax loads. It's a bit different for you, Hugo, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a two-year-old uh, and a dog. You can probably hear mental. <laughs> Similar to Sipa, we're working, been working on a couple things together. You can't complain. I mean, you look at the news and you hear like people have terrible, terrible times. Yeah. And what can I say? I'm like, well, my horse, like the worst thing that's happened to me <laughs> in lockdown, honestly, is that my horse is a little bit of a sex predator. And wow. he's been having too much access to food and grass and because no one's riding him. And he's just turned out in the fields with all the mares. And he like <laughs> he like mounts these mares and they're bigger than he is. And so they beat him up. Wow. So I have to go out in the field and try to, you know, referee all this fighting going on, even though I'm on the side of the mares. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, I wish I'm started scanning my brain to see if i had something more exciting yeah but yeah sick i can't tell that story (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um people would be like stress my horse (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but i found if you change their feed to a lower sugar feed then they're less sexual really Mm -hmm. do you think that works for humans yes i do so i think (laughs) i might have to bloody do that because i need to chill out (laughs) Is your dog a problem in the neighborhood? Is he fixed, Hugo? No, he's not fixed. We um, we want to breed him actually, mm. but he's not a problem. He's quite humpy at yeah. the moment. He's and young, right? He, yeah, he's like eight months old. Yeah, but he leaves like green slime. Is it green? Yeah, it's all over what? the kitchen floor. What is like, that? It's just speckles of it. It's, it's what do you mean? Pre. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, low the sugar rate. Yeah. 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 He's on a raw diet. So I think we're all looking forward to being rid of these responsibilities and pets, um, mm. at least for a little while, and going on a night out. Oot. I like that. I say night out. I don't say yeah. oat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never have out. Mm-hmm. Nights out. And yeah. we're with Jameson nice today. Night. And so that's why I've made a delicious Jameson ginger lime. We're having. Cheers. Some drinks. Cheers. Say my lime ran out. (laughs) (laughs) You drank it getting ready. Okay, gents, when was your last night out? Tell me about it. Are we talking real night out as well? Not just like, oh, Mm. lockdown's been lifted for a few days and you've all got to go in. You have to have dinner with your food kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) scotch egg period. Yeah. 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 The scotch egg period. Yeah. No, I'm talking full night out where you didn't have to wear a mask to the washroom. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. However many guests you want, household or not. Mine was probably where I caught COVID. <laughs> it, was, it was in like February. Yeah. Yeah. It was like one of those, you know, proper nights out, like pre-drinks at a bar, then someone's birthday party at another bar. And then when that closes all went back to their house another sort of 30 people back to the house gets to like eight in the morning and you're like what am i doing here i need to sneak out that sort of <laughs> that sort of night out till eight in the morning that's not a, that's not always that's like maybe bi-monthly i mean it is impressive though i, f- I think it is as well i've yeah. never been like that i've never been able to i as time goes on i can't be but but i do worry about missing out yeah, you know I mean, but but every time I'm there, it's not like in my mind, it's gonna be like an American Pie house house party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's not. 
And then I feel like, oh, I think I've achieved something. It's 7 a.m. I think I'm allowed to go home now. Well, what you did was you oversaw that no one else had too much fun or got up to any surprises without (laughs) your supervision. It's exactly it. (laughs) Me wanting to catch people out. Good. Okay, cool. It was shit. Okay, we're going. (laughs) Yeah. And Hugo, I imagine with the little one that you're not at these parties. No, no, I'm not. I think my last night out was when we did a a corrupt FM show mm. at like a student union. <laughs> well, it was like um, you know, like end of uni party. Yeah, I think it was in Birmingham. That would have just been like us doing the gig, having a few drinks in the backstage, and then going yeah. to the hotel rooms on our own. Yeah, yeah literally that. Yeah. But still, I mean, you know, we would take those for granted. I think a lot of our work is out. Yeah, yeah. no, that's so true. And, and we spoke about that. And, and to be honest, that's why, see, that night out that I did, mm. it would have been me thinking, oh, I'm missing out. Let me try and do this. You know, a, a non-work thing that's just like going out for the whole night. Like, it's not a, a normal thing for me to do that because, like you say, like with what we do, a lot of the times the people we're around that we're working with are our friends or that's our, yeah. our social life as well. And we're always talking about ideas and stuff. So it's always a work thing, but it, but it's not at the same time. And, and I think we took that for granted. And, and recently we've been kind of realizing, you know, like yeah, in WhatsApp, that like, ah, it's weird actually how much of our social life like evolved around each other through work. And now there's just nothing. It's really yeah. good for tax purposes. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also Ryder. Yeah, everything I'm wearing is work things. Dax, New night yes. trainers work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even, yeah, I didn't wear it on stage. I wore it on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> when you had this big night out till 8 a.m., was that a blowout because you knew that it might be the last one for a while? Yeah, it was It was literally probably about a week before it all started popping off or whatever. But I'd, I think I'd been to Mexico for like a month. Yeah. Where did you go? Well, uh, so I went to, so I went in January though. Uh. I went to um, Mexico City. Then we drove down to Puebla for a few nights, then Oaxaca, and then uh, Puerto Escondida. Wow. Down, down the south. Yeah, it was cool. Where did you, where did you go? <laughs> a nice Tulum. resort. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a nice waiters family. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to go somewhere, then I do want to make it count and want it to be comfortable. So my mom was like, oh, I'd love to go somewhere for my 60th with you and your sisters and my daughter, like my daughter. I know that they will stay just anywhere. So then I have to book it and pay for it if I want it to be the level that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we ended up going to the island where Joe Francis lives. You know, the guy from Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's like evading some type of responsibility there. Girls yeah, there's like tax uh, laws or whatever. Oh, is that the Mardi Gras videos? Yes, he went around America with uh, like a VHS camera and a gang of cronies, cronies, mm. and they just convinced college girls everywhere to take their shirts up. Oh, yeah. They, they shaped a lot of men. I think I saw some documentary Boys. about that. Sounds harmless enough. Yeah. There's a I time saw, in your life where... I th- well, yeah, there's a time in the world where that was harmless right. enough, but it's mad, isn't it? I don't know. It's like even when um, Playboy was cool, girls used to think Playboy was cool, like wearing the, lo- you know, and it's this weird pimp guy. That I old, seedy old guy with like yeah. a, an amazing house. I know, a weird <laughs> old man who was friends yeah. with Bill Cosby, by the way. Wow. Yeah. That was his best friend. I didn't know that. I went to the Playboy Mansion because... I was trash. I had hair colored skin and skin colored hair. And I was a 20 year old girl. And I realized that anywhere I went in the world, 
people just treated me like a 20 year old girl and they'd be like, come on in. And I didn't get any actual respect, but I definitely got access. Access, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to the Playboy Mansion with my friends and there are girls from Canada who've written books about, you know, what it's like to be a bunny. There was a reality show about the bunnies. So I was obsessed. Mm, yeah. I thought, what a great uh, path for your life. What, what was the age limit though? Like, because I feel like you only think that's okay when you're, when you still haven't, developed yeah as a full-blown you know like 19 20 yeah it's just that's not you're not a full-blown adult yet do you know what I mean yeah thank you for saying that I'm not sure a lot of men know that and <laughs> I appreciate yeah. your insight yeah you definitely have to be at a stage in your life where your brain is still growing and you're trying to find your place of value in society yeah it's mm. like when people inherit money and they're like 18 and they inherit this fortune like yeah they don't spend it, it yeah. on it's exactly that girls <laughs> wake up i would have done basically <laughs> <laughs> well what mm. is the key ingredient do you think for a good night out for me it's who you're with mm. yeah like, definitely you can be in a whack place with like cheesy music but if you're like with the right people and you <clears> you feel and you're just on the right level as well like, yeah you don't want to tip you know like after you've had like two or three drinks and you've just made someone laugh at the table and you walk to the toilet and you look in the mirror like, this is a great night. I'm well, kidding. Yeah. I should be like this every day. <laughs> yeah, it was like, um, That's do you remember part. when we were in Ibiza and we took over uh, Ibiza Rocks? Like yeah, yeah. no one was in there basically. And they were like, yeah, you can take over the decks and play whatever you want. Yeah. There's about five people in there. Yeah, yeah. us. But we had the best night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Even sometimes if it's a whack gig, but if you're all together. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's live. I like the surprise element of that too. Not going yeah. into it, not knowing it would be such a good night. Yeah, yeah, because because a lot of the times, well, obviously New, New Year's Eve is a classic, but like, do you know what I mean? Like setting setting things so high, especially me. Like I can I can really overthink and imagine things all the time, and and I'm like, oh, this is nothing I imagine. Hugo <laughs> <going>, knows that, <laughs> and uh, so like, yeah, for me, the better nights are like when you're like. Or say you're doing a bit of work and and you're meant to go home and you're like, actually, I might stay out for a drink. You know what I mean? And then it ends up being like the sickest night. Yeah. Th th those are sort of those sort of ones for me anyway. That's it. I think New Year's Eve is the headline garbage night of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Like Valentine's. Like who is purposely participating yeah, yeah. in that? I have a friend, yeah. he's a comedian, Jeff Norcott. I don't know if you know him. We've been friends a long time. No, I've heard of him. Oh, he's really nice. But um, I didn't take him for a house music man. But yeah. just before lockdown, we had a night in out. You know, um, my friend Ramesh came over, who I'm sure you've known. You, did you have him yeah, on the podcast yeah. or just Tom? No, we Davis. get him on the next one. Man. Right. Yeah, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Ramesh and Jeff and I are really good friends. We just had a small night out at a pub. And it was really fun. You know, we don't do these, but I'm sorry. I can't stay with the ravers till 8 a.m. I'm not cool. I've never been cool since. I think Playboy taught me a lesson. I was like, do you know what? Straight um, home. Um, yeah, um, that's the thing. I never had my Playboy era. So yeah. All still yeah. to come. I mean, I wonder who lives there now. Yeah. Just like actual rabbits. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we went back to mine because um, we have a pool table and stuff. You can always take drinks oh, back sick. and have fun. And then Jeff started DJing house music. And I thought, wait a minute. And he's like, oh, just put on a bit of house. And the, we kind of allowed this set list to persist for a while before we just had to be like, oh my. And you know, Ramesh famously does a podcast. <laughs> the same. Hip hop saved my life. Like he loves that yeah. music. So do I. And then yeah. you really learn a lot about someone if you let them 
on the oh, deck. Yeah, sure. I, and yeah, do you know definitely. what? I, I feel like those two genres as well that you just described there are the opposites. You know yeah. Because I mean? like, me and Hugo, we're all into hip hop and stuff. And like <laughs> the house music is just like, I just feel like a granddad because I'm like, it all sounds the same. I think a lot of writers listen to house music because really? it's got a certain, well, I don't, but then, I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> arguable whether or not I'm a good writer, but it gets them into this trance like rhythm. You know, nothing really changes with it. So it's yeah. not distracting yeah. the oh, way hip. To know. Let me make a note of that. <laughs> that's, that's what they say. <laughs> so I will add music to the ingredients in a good night. Yeah, out yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because but, yeah. But sometimes it can be Hugo. Me and you've had sick nights out where they're just playing. It would just be like a shit club, but they're playing. Can I swear? Yeah. Sorry, I yeah. <laughs> It'd just be like a shit club where they're just playing like, but they're playing some sick like nineties hip hop or whatever. Yeah. That we know the word to every song, and we're literally, you know what I mean? Like, even as single guys, we weren't like even sort of chatting to girls or if we were like staring into each other's eyes just spitting the yeah, lyrics I, together. I, I feel that makes a good night because when you're trying to get something or force something out of it yeah. which you don't deserve those are some of the worst attention. nights as as young boys yeah. as young boys that aren't um, that haven't sort of got to know themselves tall, dark and handsome men. Go, hearing stories of like guys getting girls on nights out and be like, I've, I've got to do that and <laughs> just like standing there all night not doing anything and be like yeah, no, nah, yeah. I probably won't do that again, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I remember one time, <laughs> when I think of, like, the worst night out, there's always this, like, moment in my head where I was about 19 and I was in the smoking area, and these girls, um, I was so unnoticeable to the point where they stood with their hair, like their back of their head, right here, oh. like, chatting while smoking, wiped their hair backwards and they chipped my cigarette. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I literally don't exist tonight. This is insane. I'm nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm nothing to these girls. Yeah, right? I remember at school, I went to a house party and um, the girl that I used to sit next to was her house party and she was like, um, oh, I had such a good party the weekend. And I was like, yeah, 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 I was there. And she was like, oh, were you even there? <laughs> I, yeah, of course I was. <laughs> oh, this is pointless. Oh, uh, bad. Yeah. So, so I guess those are the bad ones, but the good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. Music's definitely a massive thing. Like for me, um, I don't really do those stay out till eight in the morning nights out as much anymore. I've had some real sick festival times where it's like, mm. you know what I mean? You're just, it is all about the music. I'm going to sound like a trap, but you get lost in the music. Eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hips doing something. That's when a little bit of jungle can play into it. You know what I mean? A bit of drum and bass. Some music I don't even like until I hear it at night at a festival. Yeah, And I was like, oh, it needed this. Yeah. Exactly. I needed to be in a pilot cap. (laughs) High vis jacket. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, we've spoken a little bit about women. I think I know what your answer is going to be. Would you enjoy, do you enjoy, do you think, a night out on a date or a night out with friends? Oh, it's a tough one because I don't, mm. I don't want to get in trouble. But um, <laughs> like, I think, like <laughs> the thing is with like going out on a night out, like I really enjoy going for a meal, not like a night out out. Like, yeah. Stuff, but I feel like a night out, like I, I like to just be with my friends because then you don't feel like there's a responsibility there, like in, in the sense of like you can walk off going out. Because another sick thing about nights out is having your little core group there and like having an amazing night, but then also branching out and be able to chat, chat, chat to people. Yeah. And have, like, just random sick chats with strangers and then come back and know that, do you know what I mean? Like find each other again. And like, I think that's sick. Like having little adventures 
within a night out. A date's yeah. not going to let you do that. Nah, and it's not even a let thing because like that because we, we have got a relationship, like, but it's you still know in the back of your head like, oh, I have to make sure we both have to make sure we know we're going back home together, or whatever. And I don't yeah, have to make sure I go back home. With checking you, in with each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, checking with each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but we went to Maya Jama's birthday party, and it was all just Afro beats. It depended on the time of night that you were there. It was all different music, but yeah. my husband and I, we were like. I don't know how mom and dad showed up at this thing. And we were like whining on the dance floor. It was so much fun chatting to loads of different people. And we left at 7 p.m. So wow. we really got in and got out. We showed up. It started at six. It started. Yeah. <laughs> like an hour to do as much as we can. And, <laughs> and I did. We did separate a lot. Like you described. And I was like, where's my boyfriend? And he was just trying to make friends with Stormzy. I was like, this is we have to leave. <laughs> Hugo, how long have you been with your missus? Ages. No, no, uh-huh. ages like three and a half years. Oh. And is she the going out type? Yeah, yeah. She she's a big raver actually. Fun. Yeah. But I I just don't like house music. She likes raving to house music and oh. yeah. So we kind of just it's a separate, it's a separate thing that. So you got sort of house raving mates. You got real quiet when we were slagging off the house music earlier. Oh, no. No, He agrees. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. And don't you try to bring her into the hip hop fold? She's not having it. No, she does. She does like it. Um, But I don't think she likes to sort of go out and party to it. Gotcha. That's house. It's like, I think it's a whole sort of. Um, experience of a house night out so I think she just likes but the whole thing you're not a massive going out guy anyway so I'm not really do, a going like, out guy it's with us no nah. yeah. yeah the only time I really have or yeah I guess the only time I really go on nights out is when we have shows but like what you were saying that kind of I kind of realized that during lockdown like I only really ever go out with with you guys and it, and you, you go out to be me. fair yeah i go out with you pretty much but to be fair we're fortunate because i'm very possessive and don't let him go out with anyone else. <laughs> yeah but i always have to follow him around and listen to his conversations with other people <laughs> yeah. and he's got his hair in your cigarette yeah 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 and when we dance together i've got a string attached to his wrist <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you like a day drink then because i do love having like one cocktail at lunch, having a little day out has become a pastime of mine since I became a parent, I think. What I love I like about day that out. is, I love, I love the, the fact that you can, um, you can still get a night's sleep. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of the time with feeling rough the next day, half of it is just not enough sleep or, or like sleeping at like four in the morning or whatever. So like, right. I love that part of it. What restaurant are you dreaming about going to when this is done? And what are you ordering? Oh man, okay. I'm really into natural wines at the moment. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and I quite, and I really love like you know like the small plate restaurants that with natural wines. And there's a lot that you can get by the glass, so that you can try loads of different ones and have loads of little plates. And there's a place near me called Bright, which is amazing. And um, th- to be honest, the menu changes every week, so I don't know what I'd order. But I did have deep fried lasagna there once, which yeah. was sick. Just, and there's just these little bits of deep fried lasagna. 
and like amazing wines. So I would hope that 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 would still be on the menu. You'd probably go for that. That sounds really dangerous. Sounds really that American. Is. It is, man. But because it's like small, I, I can imagine America, that would be like a main meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but because these are like little small ones, you know, like one each, and then you've got another plate of like whatever, burrata probably, knowing me. Mm. Um, oh, that's the, fun. Where's that? Yeah. yeah, it's in Hackney, like Hackney Central. That's amazing. Hugo, yeah, what about you? Awesome. There's a Japanese place in uh, like near Gooch Street, <clears throat> Rocker. I quite like to go back there. Yeah, yeah. That's because where spot. I live. There's no good takeaway at all. Same. It's like out of the delivery caption zone. Yeah. It's literally like proper white Chinese food or. Yeah. Where do you live without America. giving your address? Cambridgeshire. Ooh. You get a family or you get older, you know, you, you have a wife all of a sudden. I think Tom, uh, our mutual friend, Tom D., very talented writer, comedian, actor. Um, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, he is on King Gary, which he created, which is a huge success. Um, I know when they moved out, and, and you can't stop talking about it. You have to tell all your friends about your garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, do you know I moved out and it's so affordable, it's so smart. And then this comes around and we've got no good takeaway. So I'm in the same position as you, Hugo. Yeah, or well, there's things like the lawn. It's really growing. How do we sort that out? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I still I haven't taken the plunge, man. I always just wanted to be somewhere I can just walk out my house and go to like one of my favorite restaurants rather than travel. Do you know what I mean? Just feel like I'm in it. Yeah. But it's a really silly, silly um, uh, money wise. <laughs> it's very wise. No, I mean, it depends on what you want because I'm watching this show right now. It's the only thing I can watch. I don't know what's happened to me. I can't invest in any drama uh i can't watch any murder documentaries anymore because yeah. i just feel like there are too many on netflix and um i watch 90 day fiance oh okay. i watched that you do <laughs> yeah what season well, are watched, you on the last one i watched was um where this lady goes to turkey yeah and there and there's also a, a lady from new york and a guy from like nottingham Mm -hmm. do you know the series i'm talking about yes that was an early one yeah that's the series because i can't get it on demand so that's on my skybox basically well they have a lot of new ones on apple tv oh you can get a lot of it on amazon prime okay and then there are i mean i'm really so good it's so good what do you love about it hugo i just like the characters how insane they are who's in it for the right reasons i'm always questioning there's one we're couple. we're catherine we're like really into trash tv <laughs> i yeah. don't know if that's surprising or not but, but like and hugo is the master he 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 will vet it and then tell me what's sick now sell me on 90 day fiance because i feel like a lot of these the american and australian ones are really contrived is that one not I believe that it's not, and I might be corrected by you, Hugo, but I feel like there are so many contributors from countries that don't really have the handle on reality TV that we have okay, or that Americans yeah, yeah. have, and they just very wholesomely, purely want a better life. And there'll be a young girl living in Vietnam or something. And she oh, yeah. will say, I just, wow. yes, I do want to come to America. I do want a better life. And then this hideous elderly man 
will go visit oh, no, the mattress she sleeps on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, I feel like you might be using me for a better life and trying to improve life for you and your yeah. son. And I'm watching it like, yes, yes. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> she is. And that is a fine reason to love you. There are no other reasons. Is that the guy <laughs> yeah. um, who bought her a toothbrush? Ed. Big Ed was, I yeah. mean, there are just so oh, many layers him. of people. And it's not trash TV. There's always a meta narrative. I love to get to know like why these people are doing what they're doing, who they are. And I absolutely believe them every step of the way. And they're all so different. But there will always be an older blonde woman yeah. who's fallen in love with someone from, you know, Africa. Tunisia or Africa. Yeah. And yeah. he will be like a 20 year old dancer. I call that yeah, baby yeah. love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I love that guy. <laughs> baby love. There's baby love. And then yeah. in another season, there's baby cool. Oh, wow. wow. Baby cool. Wait, sorry. Just, just popped into my head. Have you not seen, um, oh, what's it called? Love after lockup. No. It's insane. Like it, uh, uh, Dan told me to watch it, Hugo. Bruv, you would love it. Um, yeah, it's it's about like it's about ex-cons that have done a hard time and that have like while they're doing their time, like in America, they've been writing letters, you know. You know how you can like have a dating profile yeah. when you're in prison and um, yeah. they have, you know, long distance relationships and it's about when they finally come out and like move into their house. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, man. And it, and it is Obviously, it's Americans. So it's like got a lot of like the way it's been shot Edited and cut. Like it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, coming up, coming up, coming up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's got some amazing, amazing things. And and the the emotions, like the way they flip, you know that that it's not fake. <laughs> you know, like there's obviously bits that are a little bit forced, but yeah, it's, yeah, genuine it's, fist fights. Yeah, that. yeah. The characters are amazing, though, man. And there's a specific type of person who's attracted to someone who's locked up because it's yeah. a control issue. You always know where they are and you oh are their access to all of the world and any extra money. And they're so yeah. easy to date. And yeah. then when they come out, that power shifts. This, yeah, this exactly, this happened, right? That's Ugh. so sick. You haven't even seen it and, and you just described it. Well, I know a yeah. lot of women who date guys in prison. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I used to be one. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really easy. <laughs> uh, no, this, this girl, yeah, she's with this guy and he's like a pretty good looking guy, like quite ripped and, you know, he comes out and, and obviously everything's perfect when they're messaging each other, right? Like yeah. when he comes out, he goes out for the for a, for a night out. So this links into the podcast really nicely, actually. Yeah, he goes out for a night out and uh, he's only out till like midnight and doesn't answer her calls for an hour because he's chatting to his old best friend. He can't even drink because he's still on license. Mm. And she goes absolutely skits. And like, yeah, the next day she's talking about it and it cuts to talking heads of her. And she's like, yeah, I much preferred it when he was in jail because I knew exactly where he was at all times. Wow, that's crazy. How can you even say that out loud and not, and not think that's an issue? within yourself not hear yourself Crazy. she's gonna be yeah. calling us parole officer yeah i think yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Without I, gun. well this is just <laughs> this is what's happened to us this is why we need to go out again i mean the highlight of my day yeah that's true that's it, very true in fairness this is what i would be discussing on a night out yeah yeah, yeah exactly but it's <laughs> at least we wouldn't be doing it over zoom you know what i mean true no one of my girlfriends she's uh she's fascinating i, I love her because I've known her for a long time. Do you have friends like that, that you are just connected with through loyalty alone? But if you met them today, you wouldn't be their friend. Most Definitely. of my friends, yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of my friends. Yeah. 
Well, I picked up a lot of friends at Hooters and they've all gone in different directions. Who boy, she, <laughs> I call her human Florida sometimes. She's like the physical embodiment of the state of Florida. <laughs> and she looks amazing, but she's had surgeries. She's very mm. proud to admit that. And she has just this shape that's like Nicki Minaj. Mm. And for some reason, you know, and we talk about it, but she can't really get it right with men. And I think it has to do with her father's history of incarceration. But she dates these men in prison. And then she gets really offended when they say things like, oh, are you going to buy me all these clothes when I got out of prison? Are you going to take me out? Are you going to do this for me? Are you going to shower me with gifts? And she's like, I need a man to take care of me. And I'm like, I don't really think you understand how the prison system works. <laughs> You're looking in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go Dubai. <laughs> yeah. I, I like security and a guy that looks after me and spoils me rotten. I'm going to look in prisons. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think she likes the control of yeah. knowing where he is and he's devoted to her and always writing her letters. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think she really understands the stigma that he will face and probably not get a well-paid job when he gets out, no matter what he's done. Exactly. And also, mm. um, it's because he hasn't got any, like, you never, does it never pop into your mind that you're his only option at the moment? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. When he comes yeah. out, it, yeah. He's like, oh, it's wow, like, it's there's like more than what's on the It's like when guys go to Thailand and, and, <laughs> and, and get a girl there and, and they don't realise that like... Well, this is why you need to be watching 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true, it's true. Yeah. I have been planning my dream night out. I don't know when it's going to happen. I'm going on tour in September, so I hope that we're allowed out before then. Mm. But I think the summer of 2021, we'll be seeing a lot of dream nights out. What's yours? Mine might be like the first time we get to do a gig together again, you know, like, yeah, because because I know because, you know, like once you do loads of them or if you're on tour or whatever, no one's appreciating it anymore. No one's, yeah. everyone, no one's like, go on the bus. Back yeah, home. yeah, yeah. And like, right. it might be me going like, should we carry on? Nah. All right. But like <laughs> the first one back would be sick because everyone will be gassed. And um, yeah, like just just having a night out with the boys, man, just all of yeah. us together and like playing some good music and having a drink maybe like we've had a nice dinner before it as well because we're in another right. town or another city yeah. that sort of vibes yeah yeah i'll take your idea as well yeah. count me jump in jump on that yeah you can yeah, find a japanese day. restaurant that also serves deep fried lasagna oh yeah, my days that'd be sick. Wine. Yeah, yeah 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 hugo are you having the <laughs> adventurous japanese things or you just having like mackie rolls oh I, I adventure in japan i actually ate horse what so there you go. Fun horse fact. sashimi as well, right? Yeah, horse sashimi. Yeah. No! So, bro, you have to say that. It was raw horse, yeah. Raw horse sashimi, yeah. Well, I mean, didn't that happen with lasagnas in the UK? So there's the crossover. Yeah, yeah. It's basically um, wow. an Asda yeah. sashimi roll. <laughs> Tell me about this touring because I feel like I know, but it sounds like so much fun and I don't know. So what are these gigs? You know, sometimes they're in Ibiza, sometimes you're touring around the UK. You guys have a tour bus? And then how many of you wow. are there? Like, to give, Walk me so through the like, tour. We play these characters that are like MCs and DJs. So like, then we kind of then go on tour to like all these clubs or whatever. Uh, in character, but sort of not psychotically talking like that all night to each other or whatever. Just yeah, like, yeah. But on just stage like, in character. Yeah, it's like a little stage act with the music that they're into. Because we grew up on that music, like garage music and stuff like that. So it's kind of like 
it's a throwback to that really but um yeah usually it'll be like it won't be like a you know like when a proper musician or a proper comedian go on tour it's like day after day after day or yeah. when they're away on on the road it's like ours is more like a weekend then you go and live your normal life doing writing acting whatever in, in the week then back on the weekend do you know what i mean so it's kind of like so it's less uh draining and stressful in that sort of sense and and more fun like and then and then sometimes we'll do like an actual tour you know like at the end of the year if, if we've released something then we'll do like, like a tour off the back of that and that might be like a couple of days in a row. And we had a tour bus. We have a we have a tour minivan usually, but we had Which a tour is, bus once two years ago. And we went. It's away basically a transit van with, um, for some table. reason, our tour manager put racing car seats in there and a table <laughs> and a TV. Yeah, yeah, a little PlayStation setup. That's yeah. like the little light setup. And then one time we had a a tour bus and it was insane because yeah not that not that we had insane nights out on it it was more insane because we couldn't believe we had a tour bus oh, i was like so going, fun i was like um bought loads of shopping and <laughs> we're going around with the fridges putting like bits of fruit and, <laughs> and, and, and like there's diet cokes in the bottom fridge <laughs> and like yeah it's sick man and did you pull yeah. over in truck stops and sleep in it yeah so you'd pull over and like i don't know say we're doing like um a, one at a uni hall or whatever then you'd pull over in their car park and just like stay there or whatever for the night sometimes you drive through the night and then you wake up and you're in um and i'm not like saying bristol. this even show, like showing up this is like we've done this once so we thought it was crazy as well like yeah we'd be in like, i don't know bristol and then you'd wake up in manchester the next morning and you just come out in your flip-flops and you're st- outside like the o2 in manchester <gasps> on the main road you're like, this is weird it's mental yeah oh i love yeah. that and how many of you are there so the core members would be like six of us yeah and then you'd put maybe have a few mates or like you know tour manager and they said probably like eight or nine of you in the end and you can bring mates yeah like a lot of the time we'll bring one or two mates big up kieran and marky uh and and also craig he's another guy in the show that who plays beats his son um (laughs) yeah and he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything musically but uh we just, he's younger than us and we're just like come along if you want and yeah do you want to say what happened he got banned from he got all banned live nation gigs well. i think yeah from all live nation it, gigs that's yeah. an amazing achievement yeah man like he's he's definitely a sort of um 1 p.m liability yeah <laughs> so live nations seem to know what's going on they feel to me like very confident that touring will resume. Where can people see you soon? Do you have anything booked? Or are you waiting to see how it goes? So we're doing like an Amsterdam weekend uh, kind of festival type thing. Yeah, special. That's what, uh, uh, yeah, we were meant to do it in, in April, which obviously is not happening. So yeah. we moved it now for like a, a Halloween weekender in October. And like, I think like the weekend, near, whatever the weekend is nearest the 31st, I guess. Um, yeah. But we'll see, I guess, with what's happening. Like, yeah. No, they, I mean, they feel, they act really confident about that time frame anyway. And I think there's just going to be such a boom of like big nights out, gigs out. I know every comedian, I'm not, you know, in the music industry, but every comic's got a tour coming. Everybody's got these gigs that they had to yeah. postpone from April and stuff. So yeah. there'll be lots and lots and lots to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And then we can That's turn good. off the prison shows. Yeah. And- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch them occasionally, back to watching yeah. them. Like we can forget about the horses again. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> you can have your horse look her after person do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to tell him that he's one one sexual assault away from a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you their address. I didn't even know that was an option. This is a heavy question, perhaps, but I thought it was nice to end on it. Has any experience on a night out changed your life? That great nights out. Uh, mm. I feel like it's sort of. it's like important. Uh, it can bond your friendship with people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And even just having that, like, getting lost in the moment and dancing. For, I mean, when are you going to basically do exercise for, like, five hours straight? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're never going to do that unless you're, you're listening to music and, and you're in the moment and you're just, like, you know, yeah. moving your whole body for, for hours. And, yeah, I just feel like just it's not one night that's changed my life, but having nights, you know, nights like that, have definitely changed my perspective on life in the sense of uh, just feeling like you've let yourself go a bit. You know what I mean? You don't really let yourself go in normal life. It's, it's always yeah. like you've always got this mask on, like to, to whatever extent, even if you fully know yourself, like you've always got some sort of mask on it in different situations. You know what I mean? Which is normal, obviously. But it's nice to just let yourself go, man. Let your inhibitions go. And I don't even think it has to, like, it doesn't even have to be to do with uh, the alcohol or whatever it's No. Like, the adrenaline, do you yes. know what I mean? And the feeling like you're both sharing a moment together. I feel like the same as Sipa, really. Like, kind of have those nights out where it brings you closer to your friends. I have a therapist because I'm North American and we all have one. I do. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. See, I knew it. Progressive. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Even if you don't have anything to talk about, like nothing's wrong in my life right now, oh, but no, I it's still chat. Right. It's, it's brilliant. It's someone that is not allowed to judge you. And yeah. You can just talk at them. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah. But she always says that um, thinking from the heart and intuition and all of your instincts, that's thousands of years old, but thinking with your head is very new and we're not great at that yet. And I think a lot of us do it in our everyday lives mm. when you're switched in, like you say, you're switched on, you're really doing a lot of intellectual work and a lot of times that can steer you wrong. So I think I agree that when you have a night out and you've got the right mix of people and friends or loved ones or even parents, I go out with my parents sometimes, mm. then it switches that off just enough. And we're not talking about you know drinking irresponsibly or anything else, but it switches it off enough that elder intuition takes over and you make good choices. And that's how... I got back with my husband, definitely changed my life so far for the better, but we'll see. <laughs> Everyone's happy for the first year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I. It's perfect at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I bumped into him on a night out. And I was with my sister, who's the best person to have on a night out. And uh, I saw him and I was just like, I had no thought process towards it. I just like led with these instincts. And for some reason, I hung out with my ex boyfriend. And then um, <laughs> he was traumatized. And then. <laughs> we just got married. He really knows you. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you does. I, I, f- I feel like there's, there's so much in, um, like, uh, like you said, with, because when I talk to my therapist, like, the thing I'm learning to do is, like, uh, instead of going with the thought at the mm. time, like, how did you feel at the time? Where's that feeling coming from? You know what I mean? And then it can make you be like, oh, okay, there's a reason for this. And it's not just because I'm being uh, pissed off about something. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, so like, I think there's so much in that on a night out that you're, you're more, you just guiding with your feelings sort of thing. So whether that's getting lost in a John bass rave, dancing all night or, or lost in a conversation, but also um, like one of the only times that you're actually in the moment 
Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a sign of a shit night out is when you're going on your phone to check your phone and stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. But like, if yeah. you're not, then you're like, you're actually in the moment for once. And like, you know, that could be the conversation or that could be uh, seeing your future partner and being like, oh, he's sick and, you know, we've got this connection sort of thing. So I think like that's one of, you know, apart from meditation, one of the like, you know, it's little amount of time that, that you can actually be lost in the moment for once. Do you know what I mean? Well, I have not checked my phone once through this whole chat. Cheers to, Cheers to thinking from the heart, having a fun night out, really losing yourself in the moment. I hope we have many more great moments to come. I'm certainly looking forward to them. Thank you guys for joining me and joining Jameson on Telling Everybody Everything. I've had a lovely time. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks once again. That was the incredible Alan Sipa, Mustafa, and Hugo Cheguin. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that got you pumped up for those nights worth waiting for. There'll be one along soon, I promise. Once again, I'd love to know what you're looking forward to. So you can tweet me using hashtag join in and tag at Kathbaum and at Jameson, J-A-M-E-S-O-N underscore UK. Whether you like your whiskey on the rocks, enjoyed with a mixer or in a cocktail, pour out a glass and toast the return of those nights worth waiting for. 18 plus, please drink responsibly. For more information, head to drinkaware.co.uk.